0: Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, who remembers Feng Shui, the idea of a decluttered house which brings joy and happiness? Well, my next guest thinks decluttering our minds and finding clarity in our thoughts will help both our business decisions and indeed our lives. It's great to welcome Jamie Smart to Down to Business on the occasion of the publication of the updated second edition of his best selling book. Clarity. Jamie, you're very welcome to the program.
1: It's great to be here. Thank you, Bobby.
0: Tell me this. Is decluttering our minds actually possible?
1: Well, it really is. In fact, my my assertion is that we've got a built-in decluttering capacity. You know, Bobby, I've asked people all over the world, thousands of audiences, from business leaders to prison inmates to uh, people at the NATO Defence College, when do you get your best ideas? And the answers are always the same. You know, when I'm out for a walk, when I'm uh, in the shower, when I'm just going off to sleep, we have that built-in capacity.
0: Right. And is it just about focusing on what matters? Is that another way of, of saying it?
1: Well, yes and no. You know, on the one hand, it totally makes sense for all of us to focus on what matters. But for the, especially for those of us in business, often we've got so many priorities and so many calls on our time and that sort of thing that it, it can be kind of overwhelming. I mean, if you imagine like a snow globe it, with all those things to focus on, it kind of shakes things up. And so what we want to do is allow the mind to settle.
0: Right, okay, and am I right in saying that one of the pieces of advice that you give in the the book is that um, success shouldn't be the end game? In other words, you're often told, you know, what does success look like if you can visualize success, but you're almost recommending against this, are you?
1: Well, on the one hand, it's great to know what you're aiming for, and goals are useful. There's nothing wrong with setting goals, but all too often, we have this idea of I'll be happy when. Like I've worked with lots of, lots of business leaders who are working on exits, for instance. So they're trying to prepare their business for sale. And they've got the idea, once I sell the business, then I'll be happy, I'll be able to relax, I'll be able to enjoy myself, all that sort of stuff. And so they're putting off enjoying their life, enjoying you know, connecting with their families and enjoying uh, their day-to-day experience. And then when they sell the business... They suddenly – they get that kind of initial rush of euphoria and then find themselves going kind of, oh, what next? It's like it tends to be – there's a famous piece of research, Bobby, uh, on lottery winners and uh, uh, people who became paraplegic in accidents. And they found that people who won the lottery a year after their lottery win, there would be no effect on their happiness levels. Yeah. so, and same with the people who had become paraplegic. There, It had had huge operational impact on their lives, of course, but their levels of well-being hadn't changed.
0: That's interesting. So really, then, are we saying that success and the definition of success is a movable feast? So it might be to sell your business this year,
1: but next year you need a new success or... or- Well, I'm going to say, like, I think it's definitely a movable feast, but I'm going to say that it's a moment to moment thing. Like, you know, it's funny. I've, I've worked with people who, uh, who say, you know, I was happiest when I was just starting my business because then they're kind of, they're, they're engaged in the moment and what they're doing and they're creative and they're experimenting and that sort of thing. So yeah, it totally makes sense to have other objectives and new things to work on and that sort of thing. But what I'm saying, Bobby, is that that happiness and well-being and fulfillment and a feeling of successfulness, they're not somewhere to get to. They're a means of travel. I mean, the, the, the big Turning point for me, I uh, back in 2008, I got my business running on autopilot and I was off to uh, Canada for a mini retirement, a three-month ski holiday. And according to the rules of my industry, I should have been feeling really successful, right? I'd kind of made it. But about six weeks in... I was feeling a bit miserable and purposeless and that sort of thing. And I couldn't understand why. And I I went back to the drawing board. And what I discovered is, well, a few things. The first was everything i have been looking for outside of me, it's already there within. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, hitting the numbers and uh, cool wristwatches and stuff. I'm talking about the feelings of fulfillment and successfulness and resilience and well-being and meaning they're, they come from within us, not yeah. from outside. And, it's, and we live in a world where we're kind of indoctrinated, if you like, through you know the brilliant brains of advertising and that sort of thing, to believe that once I get that number or once I buy that possession or once I uh, achieve that result, then I'll be happy. But it's funny, you know, Bobby, they did a, a study of uh, Olympic gold medal winners and they found that people who won the gold – Uh, fell into two camps in the years after their olympic win half of them went on to be really successful in business or start charities or being mentors and that sort of thing and had beautiful lives but the other half sank into drug addiction alcoholism depression and that sort of thing and the difference between those two groups and we're talking about people at the highest level the difference between the two of them is the ones who sank into alcoholism, depression, et cetera, they'd been running a motivation pattern, which is I will feel successful when I achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. And they'd done it all the way through their lives. Like first of all, it'd been, I guess, you know, once I win this tournament, then it'd been once I win the counties, then what it'd be once I win for my country. Then they got to the goal. Well, once you win the goal, there's nowhere further to go on that track. Yeah. So it it's a very natural thing for us, where we're we're fooled not just by advertising, by our own neurologies into believing that happiness and well being and successfulness and fulfillment are external and distant, but actually they always and only come from within, a hundred percent of the time.
0: Yeah, and finally, Jamie, can I ask you, are we guilty of imposing our own restrictions?
1: Well, I think that's true, Bobby. I think you know all of us, for better or for worse, are living in the, you know, the flotsam and jetsam of the beliefs and ideas and uh, uh, thoughts that we've picked up along the way. And many of those have never been examined. uh, But what we're all Uh, what we're all operating in is an understanding of the mind and we all have our own understanding of the mind but there's a way that our minds actually work and so if, if you think back in in not so long ago like 150 years ago nobody knew about germs right so even the best doctors in the land didn't know anything about germs and that simple misunderstanding caused countless deaths through infection and that sort of thing well we're living in a world where we don't have an understanding of the mind. It's still a very new subject, and our understanding of the mind is kind of stuck in the dark ages. It's, and we're, we're hit with this wave of social media and the information revolution. What we need is an understanding of how the mind actually works so we can benefit from that innate capacity for mental health and well-being and clarity that we all have within us.
0: Okay, well, listen, it's a fascinating subject. The book is called... Clarity, the author is Jamie Smart. Jamie, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks, Bobby. Down to
1: Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.